Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart and, you know, talking about all the things we get into and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So the second season of our illustrious podcast, we are taking the time to watch and review werewolf movies. Oh. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, all the werewolves all the time. Yeah. Well, lichens yeah, out of the ears. That's accurate. <laughs> so how have you been? I'm good. I'm uh, I am a very tired human. But... <laughs> I think a lot of people are probably very tired humans. Yes. Uh, so I belong to the very ty- tired human camp. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I did join a, like, I guess you would call it a two-week boot camp, but, like, it's a little fuzzy because if you can't do it every, like, five days a week, then it's not, like, two weeks. But anyway, okay. the equivalent of ten days within a month which can be as short or as long as you want to make that okay and i'm doing it in like two and a half weeks um so i joined this thingy and the whole thing the whole reason i did it is because like over the pandemic i lost my schedule i lost you know like my rigorous workout training schedule all that stuff like and it just feels it started feeling like really bad i was like who am i i don't even know this body anymore like what's happening and so a friend of mine did this and she was like it's been so positive for me and i was like i'm i'm crazy i'll go for it (laughs) (laughs) and i signed up for it and i'm almost done i only have three more workouts to go um but it's fucking insane (laughs) (laughs) i will say that like as insane as it is i do really like it it has been really positive it's one hour and it's outside and it's like team oriented okay and so um you I, I I like to be able to look at myself and say, you can, do, you can do this for an hour. It might suck, but you can do it for an hour. And so, um, but then when I get there, everyone's like so encouraging and positive. No one's like yelling at you. Everyone's just, no one's telling you to go harder than you think you can go, you know, mm-hmm. maybe harder than you think you can, but not harder than you, your body can handle. Okay, sure. Um, they're always like, you know, take it at your own pace. You don't want to hurt yourself. If you go too hard, you're going to like, injure yourself like don't do that you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm doing it i don't really have thoughts on it yet other than ow (laughs) um i've taken many epsom salt baths and i will be taking another one today (laughs) (laughs) like i but i am proud of myself because i did not think that i could do anything like this Mm -hmm. and one of the one of the days of the week is a running day. Okay. And Matt, you know this about me. I am not a runner. No. (laughs) I do not do running. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, I, because it's one of the days and I'm trying to get, get through this thing. I went on running day and 
I ran. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I actually, like, am super proud of that. Like, the very first time I did it, I, sure, I walked, like, 30% of the time, but whatever. Yeah. Like, I, but I, and even when I was running, it wasn't, like, running. Like, I wasn't, right. like going for speed whatsoever it was more like bouncing at a slow pace (laughs) (laughs) like somewhat like definitely some 93 year old woman could have sped walked by me faster (laughs) (laughs) but i did it and like the first day i did like four ish miles wow in the hour and um I was like super proud of that. I was like, oh my God, that's more than a 5K. Yeah. Like, I, and it was like 94 degrees out that day, which sucked. Yeah. But like, I did it. And then this past week for the running day, I did it again. And I did about like 4.25 to four and a half miles. And I ran the whole time again, bouncing very slowly. <laughs> but I quote, ran right. the whole time. Yay. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah, I'm, like, super proud. I did not ever think my body could do that. It's not something that I'm, like, necessarily going to keep doing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's really neat to, like, feel accomplished about something. So that's been making me feel pretty good. That's really awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) How are you? What's going on in your world? Oh, all the fun stuff. Um, The band has re-recorded all our bass tracks for backing bass tracks, so we are ready to play live once again. Um, So that was a very big accomplishment to get under our belts. I was going to say, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's not every song, but it's enough to play a set list, to do a 40-minute set. That's Um, important. And so with a show coming up in the beginning of October, we're like, that's an accomplishment. Like, well done. Yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) so yeah Absolutely. we're just gonna get those off to get mixed properly for a good live uh thing and you know work on practicing being a duo and we're also trying out a new guitarist on wednesday this week so that's fun oh, cool. so yeah it's all Very nice. all good stuff and also i'm pr- currently coming from uh everyone's ears i'm coming to your ears from my water damaged falling apart apartment currently um follow my twitter if you want all the drama on that but yeah uh last while watching the movie that we are currently going to be discussing (laughs) my apartment (laughs) got flooded so that's fun not good (laughs) basically you are that gif of the dog that everything is fine dog yeah just water instead but water instead (laughs) yeah this is fine. Yeah. This is fine. Werewolf movies on. It's fine. This is fine. Yeah. Water <laughs> falling from the sky. It's fine. <laughs> Before we get into the movie for the day, though, uh, if people want to give us a suggestion for werewolf movies to cover in the future or, uh, you know, get with us on any social medias, can they do that? Absolutely they can. So glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at goth and sloth. And you can email us at goth and sloth at gmail.com. All right. Are we ready to dive into this week's movie? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So this week we are covering the 1981 apparently horror comedy. We might have to discuss that. <laughs> 
The Howling. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, this movie is brought to us by director Joe Dante, who made like all the movies I watched growing up. So he did Piranha, he did Gremlins, he did Explorers, he did Gremlins 2, he did The Burbs, oh. he did Small Soldiers. That makes so much sense now that I now that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that at all. So yeah, uh, he's you know pretty prolific and uh, he does definitely skirt the line of horror and comedies, but in like Gremlins did it much better where it really is a horror comedy. Oh, yeah. Not so much on this one. But. This movie is not a horror comedy. I don't <laughs> I don't know how to break that to whoever made that Wikipedia entry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on the Wikipedia, wikipedia.org. And, uh, yeah, the first line is a horror comedy. I'm like, no, I don't think so. But let's, uh, let's talk about it. So, it's the 70s. Regardless if this movie came out in 1981, this is the 70s. It feels like the 70s in this movie. It feels very <laughs> 70s. So there's a hotshot reporter, uh, news reporter, Karen White, who's you know just a real Karen. Not really, but it's just <laughs> funny. Um, so she's being stalked by uh, this uh, serial killer named Eddie. And so she's trying to, you know, get the big scoop of, you know, finding the serial killer that everyone's looking for. And she meets him in a uh, dirty movie uh, place where you can actually watch the dirty movies, which those used to ex- <laughs> For all you young people, that used to be a thing that existed. You'd have to go to a place to watch mm-hmm. dirty movies. Yeah, I, it wasn't available at your fingertips. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I was just on the cusp. I knew those existed, but never went to one. But, uh, yeah, I still don't really understand them. I know, I knew it existed. I know that similar <laughs> things still exist. Um, it just sounds like a jizz box to me. But you're correct. I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um, so she gets uh, attacked by the serial killer. The cops come. Blast them down as cops do. They just come in guns blazing as cops do. (laughs) And no one was surprised by that. No. 2021. (laughs) (laughs) So she's saved, um, but she's having a lot of PTSD about this situation. It's really hard to get over. Um, So she sees her psychologist uh, who tells her to go take her and her husband, Bill, with the biggest porn stash I've seen in a while. Porn stash Bill. That thing was not fucking around. It should have its own credit on right? IMDb. <laughs> they have a mustache wrangler in the credits. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so he tells them to go off uh, into his colony uh, to go relax and, you know, recenter yourself and all that fun stuff. So she goes upstate somewhere. This takes place in California. Um, so I'm assuming it's like wine country they go to. Um, but in the meantime, her friend Terry and, uh, the other guy, I think his name was Chris, Chris. Yeah. They're investigating this whole situation and what's going on and all that fun stuff. And they go to look at the body of Eddie and they go to the morgue and they open up the door and he's gone. And uh, where the drawer that he had him in was all torn up and scratched up and all that fun stuff. 
and it starts getting a little spooky. I like that the coroner was like, well, you couldn't have just gotten up and walked away. And it's like, clearly that's exactly what just happened. (laughs) Maybe that's the horror comedy they're talking about. That one line. (laughs) Actually, okay, that one line and one other cut, I think, might have been the comedy factor. We get, but we'll get to all it. Right, well, I was going to say, we get there. Okay. So, um, so while they're investigating, um, uh, Porn Stash Bill and Karen are at this colony. A bunch of weird characters. Um, a lot of people doing around, but, you know, it's late 70s weird, you know, things that people do when they do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but Karen keeps hearing all sorts of stuff outside her cabin. And she's like, uh, there's definitely, like, a wolf or something out there. And they find cattle mutilated. And so all the men get all together in their burliness and go on a wolf hunt. Mm. And they shoot a rabbit on their wolf hunt. <laughs> Such good wolf hunters, I guess. Uh, um, but on the way back from the hunt, if I've got this right, it should be right, uh, uh, Porn Stash Bill gets attacked by something in the woods. He didn't see what it is, but he gets bit. And, um, you know, he's fine. He's able to walk away. But, yeah, he's like, holy crap, I got attacked by something. Mm-hmm. So his personality starts to shift because werewolf. Oh, no. <laughs> like he's a vegetarian but starts eating meat again. Um, he starts mm-hmm. becoming more agitated. All the fun stuff. Until one night he runs out into the woods and has sexy time with uh, a lady. It's, you know, gratuitous. (laughs) (laughs) It was. (laughs) Um, But he basically, at that point, kind of goes full werewolf, I believe. He does, yeah. Yeah, It's it's 100% wolf sex. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, whoa. Wolf sex. See, that might well, even be in my notes. this was just sex, and now it is wolf sex. I did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, I got uh, werewolf sexy time. Yep. <laughs> so, um, Terry and Chris come up to the colony to, like, see their friends and kind of visit with them and all that. And Terry then gets attacked by a werewolf, essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. Cuts off the werewolf's hand in a very gratuitous and awesome scene. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, Terry does not prevail, and she gets werewolfed to death. <laughs> yes, to death. To death. Cause of death? Werewolf. <laughs> um, and so Karen finds her body. Then she gets attacked by a werewolf. Um, wait, no, sorry. She sees the body, but then uh, gets cornered by Eddie. Eddie's back. Where'd he come from? <laughs> Who's looking very zombie-ish. He looked really cool, actually. Um, yeah. And he turns into a werewolf in front of her and attacks mm-hmm. her. She runs away, runs into the group of the colony people, and it turns out everybody's a werewolf. Weird. It's like a <laughs> colony of <laughs> werewolves. Huh. Strange. Craziness. <laughs> Uh, so that's the twist, is everybody's a werewolf. Yeah. Um, uh, Karen gets bit uh, during the mm-hmm. ensuing action of getting away from these werewolves and setting a barn on fire and, you know, killing werewolves. Good times. 
<laughs> but she decides she's going to spill the beans on this whole werewolf colony and goes on her news thing and turns into a werewolf live on the news, which is a yep. very famous scene. I, at least I think so. That's one that I remember a lot. Um, no, no, that was, I, I guess I've never seen this movie, so yeah. none of it was famous to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't remember this, but the movie still keeps going. I was watching the uh, reproduction Blu-ray um, so maybe it had some extra scenes, but anyways, turns out that the sexy werewolf that had sexy time with porn stash bill is still alive and was in a bar sort of like mm-hmm. this, like sting, like, uh, you know, they're still around Yeah. kind of, yeah. uh, kind of ending. Uh, so leaving a lot of stuff out, that is the howling. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, it was a very interesting watch. Um, it was. I definitely went into it not expecting anything in like in that I didn't know anything about the film. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard anything about it. I was just like, I'm going to sit down and watch this werewolf movie. And it's a bit of a ride. It is. It? Yeah, it goes all over. I remember the wolf thing being a bit more of a mystery and you don't know what it is. But maybe it's because I knew it was werewolf. I picked up on it sooner. I don't know. I thought it was more like you didn't know it was werewolves till like almost the very end, but that is not the case. Like it's pretty yeah, apparent. It's pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear. I mean, even at the beginning, it was shrouded in mystery. Yeah. Like, you know, she has this traumatic encounter with Eddie and it's you, like because you know it's a werewolf film, you know that he was werewolfy, mm-hmm. but she doesn't remember it throughout the, most of the film. Yeah, we don't see it. He gets shot. We just see blood. You know, it is shrouded in mystery for a little bit. Yeah, but becomes abundantly clearer in the wolf sex yeah. scene. <laughs> so where I was like, oh dang! Like he's gonna cheat on his wife now. Yep. This lady who just likes walking around in cleavage all the time <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, they had the, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then they start doing the thing. There's full frontal. Yep. If anyone's like, I would like a werewolf movie with fr- full frontal nudity. Yeah. Thank you. The howling would be, would qualify your requirements. But they did not do it uh, doggy style. Oh, Matt. No, it appears they did not. Um, But I did think that scene was interesting, just from a from that like standpoint of like sex and horror Mm -hmm. being mixed together constantly in the genre, like because it's two very strong emotions and experiences. It's two very visceral things that many, many people like to shove together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, Oh, cool. Like a really interesting body horror sex scene. Mm-hmm. Um, very disturbing. Yeah. In my opinion, <laughs> very disturbing. Well, but it fits the theme of what the werewolves mean in this movie, too, though. At least my okay. takeaway is that the werewolves in this um, are just your animal instinct, your animal nature. Yeah. So he gives in to that, and that's, you know, sexy time is 
you know, our nature. And so he gives into that. So I don't think it was gratuitous in the sense like we didn't need a sex scene. So let's throw in a sex scene here, which a lot of horror movies like to do, or there's just like, Oh no, I didn't necessarily think that (laughs) either. No, but I thought it was pretty, it was definitely part of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought visually it was like, Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently I found this out researching it. So this is actually based on a book of the same name. Mm. Um, and apparently they toned down the sex in the movie <laughs> that's in the oh, book. Damn. So um, for a late 70s, early 80s movie, they really restrained themselves. Because usually huh. they just, you know, go right in. Well, I mean, maybe they're still looking for a rating. That could be. But like, maybe a special episode will be me deadpan reading <laughs> that sex scene. The howling sex scene. <laughs> Oh my god. No, um yeah, I de- I definitely agree. It's very very clear from literally the very beginning. Yes, yeah, I think the opening line. Is, yeah, the the werewolves are about like animal instinct, etc. Yeah. And I that brings me into a couple other things that I thought about this in this film like yes, so I have this I had a visceral response to the doctor okay and he made me so mad and skeeved out and grossed out from the minute he was on the screen and i think part of it has to do with the brood yeah (laughs) like like maybe part of me is like oh that's the doctor from the brood just like (laughs) smarmy psychiatrist with an accent and a colony away from everyone doing mysterious things um so sure that could be part of it but also i am so wary of people that are like well that's just our human instinct yeah we need to feed into that which is part of like so there is definitely um a theme it's not overt necessarily, but there's a theme of rape in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Yeah. To people. Um, so like when you, when she gets, goes to the spank bank mm-hmm. place. Oh, different spank banks, different. That's when you're trying to make babies. Yeah. Right? No, this would be jizz box. Jizz box. Yeah. All right. So when she goes to the jizz box, and uh, Eddie is there. He, when he puts the coin in the slot and it turns the movie on, it's a rape porno. Yeah, it's yeah hard. Like it's like she is very clearly she's not actively being raped in the film mm-hmm. in the sc- film thing, but she is being held down and she is being and they like her clothes are being ripped are being ripped off mm-hmm. and whatever. Like she's fighting back. Yeah, she's not happy to be there. Um, and I was like, that's an interesting choice. And then it came back. Um, was it the doctor? I'm trying to remember if it was the doctor. I think it was the doctor that bit, um, Karen. Yeah. And she is in the car at that time fighting and fighting and fighting and the doctor 
no, the doctor was dead at that point. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> but someone bit her and she's like fighting him off very inefficiently by the way yeah. she was driving me nuts i was like you have a gun <laughs> in your hand what are you doing but she gets bit and it's like a scene that is not necessarily gratuitous or violent it's just like she gets bitten and at that point she is now unwillingly part of this group mm-hmm. this lifestyle this horrific way of being that honestly tortured many of the others in the group like there's a guy that tries to kill himself at the beginning yeah like the doctor just like willingly is like please shoot me yeah (laughs) (laughs) essentially um so like she's essentially raped into being a werewolf by getting this bite Mm -hmm. and then at the end you see the pain in her face as she starts to turn into what she is now. Like, yeah. you know, into the werewolf, which I was like, why is she a Pomeranian? <laughs> she did All have a weird look. All the other wolves yeah. look like wolves. Yeah. And she starts turning into a werewolf and it's like, poof. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you trying to make a werewolf cute? It's not working. Didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, so she's like crying when that was happening and so like that theme seemed to carry through, um, the whole thing. And I, I, that whole, like, I, humans just have these things. Boys will be boys. Like that whole vibe is what I got from that doctor and it makes me want to rip his face off. That's fair. He's not a good guy. (laughs) He's not a good guy. Um, yeah, I got that. I'd really got that skeevy, like, sex party vibe from the beach party they were having. Oh like my the God. you and Can we talk about that oh, scene? Yeah. Oh, my so, God. One thing, though, I will say, it reminded me that I don't think I've ever been to a beach party, and I think I need to correct that at some point. But anyways, really? yeah. I live in Colorado. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you're in a landlocked state. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. <laughs> we don't have beaches. We have rocky coasts on man-made lakes. Yeah, you have riverbanks. You do have some riverbanks. That's a thing. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so yeah, it really reeked of like, you just invited people, like someone invited a couple they would want to swing with, but they didn't feel like they could tell them that they're swingers, so they just invited them to the skeevy party, and it's just yeah. got that awkward feel of that, of like, yeah, you're like, this is gross. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, like, we're all in a, we're like, we're all in a sexually involved bubble. Yeah. And we have an STI, and we're <laughs> not going to disclose it to you. Yeah. Which Have fun! <laughs> <laughs> Which, I like, mean, ooh. in retrospect, once you find the twist, it makes sense, because they are all in on something. It's just, you know, not sex. It's lycanthropy. But... Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's that feel like yeah, everyone's in on this thing and they're all cool with it and there's just two people that are like I uh, I just like a Everything's weird here. Where's the dip? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where's the dip? That's great. Um yeah, I that scene, like I was just like watching it, the shooting happened. I was like, "Oh, police going police," I guess. Yep. 
and like whatever and then the skeezy doctor is like oh you should go to my colony and I was like ooh <laughs> sounds terrible but then like she's like driving up the coast you know mm-hmm. on presumably route one like I was like oh that's pretty maybe it's going to be a nice place yeah. I don't know I don't know what this movie's about other than werewolves <laughs> and then it cuts to the that scene and it's like loud bad folk music mm-hmm. it, it, like and he's like come here to relax and it's like ah bad right <laughs> and i was just like i can't that is nightmare fuel yeah like if my it, like my anxiety was going up watching that scene <laughs> and she's supposed to be going there to relax oh yeah are you fucking kidding me like all these people talking to her like like without a mask on also <laughs> but like, but no, like all these people, like, like talking to her, not being introduced to her, like mm-hmm. these strangers, and they're weird, and the music is terrible and loud, and nobody's telling her where the dip is. I was very stressed <laughs> out in that scene. Yeah, no, like, like, yeah, my social anxiety was going on. It's like, how do you relax if you're like, go here with all these new people that are going to talk to you and try and force you to do yeah. things, like. <laughs> I thought it was like just a cabin in the woods and go relax by yourself and your husband recenter yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. But no, hang around with all these weirdos that are all in your business. <laughs> yeah, and like really socially awkward. And then TC's all like licking his lips at her, uh, and I was like, "Get yeah. out, leave, turn around, <laughs> get in your car, go find a beach house, go there instead." <laughs> go away, please. <laughs> Good God. Although the best part of the colony, he wasn't really part of the colony, but part of that town that they're in, is Slim Pickens mm-hmm. is in this. And I always love Slim Pickens in a movie. The uh, sheriff. Oh, okay. He's also the guy in um, uh, that rode the nuke in um, Doctor Strangelove at the very end. And he's also <laughs> in, uh, uh, God, my brain is not working, Blazing Saddles. He's also oh wow. He's got my favorite. Yeah, I didn't realize that. He's got one of my favorite lines in Blazing Saddles. What in the wild, wild world of sports is going on here? <laughs> That's pretty. When great, I saw that actually. in the opening things, like oh yeah, Slim Pickens, woo. Oh <laughs> well, I'm happy for you that this dude was in it. Yeah, it's it's a it was like. Definitely, like I said, this movie was just very 70s and like, here's all the trauma that the 70s gave people that lived. Yeah, it's it's more reminders like, how did anyone get through the 70s? Like, Los Angeles in the 70s, I mean, Los Angeles now is still kind of grody, but in the 70s, it looked like it was like sticky. Like, (laughs) (laughs) sticky. Same with like New York. Like I have a theory that the entire seventies was just coated in a thin layer of like grime. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, or that's just really good, like, like Hollywood. Yeah. Like mind fuckery of like this is what the seventies were. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it just feels like there's like a lot of misogyny and gaslighting and the theme of rape and like 
get over your trauma. And like, I was just like, Ooh, no wonder this older generation's having trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would say it was very sympathetic to her trauma, which was uh, nice to see. Um, Cause yeah. in a lot of movies, yeah, they would was. just be like, no, it's no big deal. You're done. Yeah. And this yeah. They were sympathetic until they weren't. Oh, until they're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, Get that other girl in here fucking up her name, being really racist about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, also, I don't think I've seen before this movie a lot of the discussion of PTSD of sexual abuse. Um, that's true. And that was... Or, I mean, I I, I appreciate yeah. that. I can't say that's true. Right. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> but It's a very early example of actually putting that in films. And, you know, mm-hmm. being sympathetic towards that as well and not just being like, well, you're done. Get over. That was years ago or whatever. That was yesterday. Don't worry about it. That's true. Yeah. It, it's like slightly better because she, when she does have that therapy session with the doctor, yeah. he was just like, well, you can't be afraid of dreams or whatever he said. And I was like, huh? Well, it's- <laughs> she's literally telling you that she's afraid of her dreams. What the fuck are you talking about? It's a good lesson in having the right therapist. Yes. <laughs> Don't go to the werewolf. Don't go to the werewolf dude. guy. He's a bad therapist. Um, so one thing I noticed, and I think it's just kind of funny, I kept confusing the two women, Terry and Karen, and I'm like, <laughs> all '70s blonde women look the same to me. I guess because I was like, that's so. Why funny. is she back in the town? I thought she was up. Oh, that's a different person. <laughs> That's so funny to me. I I was able to tell the difference only because Karen annoyed me because she talks like this. Yeah, she was very mousy. And then Terry reminded me of um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, I can see that. So every time I saw Terry, I was like, Jamie? No. <laughs> but And then I was like so excited that she was like going to like, you know, she chopped off that hand, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to be, she is Jamie Lee Curtis. And then she got eaten. Yeah. She was, uh, yeah, overall, she was the better character out of the two. Uh, Way Like, better she's character. much stronger, much more, like, she's figuring out this mystery and doing the things, and mm-hmm. Karen's just sort of along for the ride for most of the movie. Yeah, she was really helpless. I was, like getting really frustrated when Chris showed up and he had the gun with the silver bullets and he hands her the gun and she's just like, here, I'll just hold this down with my straight arms and down by my hips. Like, I'm not, not going to pretend to try to use this in this life, like threatening situation (laughs) at all. What? Yeah. What is wrong with you? (laughs) He kept on having to tell her where to go. Yeah get out of the car, get in the car. Like I would have been like crawling over him to get out of the car in the first place. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Anyway, but, um, I'm just not a huge fan of the character, Karen. Yeah. Although she wasn't a stereotypical Karen and she didn't have a Karen haircut, but she wasn't great. (laughs) Uh, but I don't actually know what Karen seventies, Karen haircuts were at the time. Yeah, we didn't have enough. Uh, there wasn't cell phones to record the Karens asking for managers. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a more elusive creature at the time. I know. 
So, speaking of elusive creatures, let's discuss the design of the werewolf, because I thought it was a very interesting look to the werewolf. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's back to being bipedal werewolves, but they're huge. Like, they are big. Huge. Like, dog soldiers huge. Yeah. And with big old ears. <laughs> and like Very pointy. <laughs> Those ears aren't fucking around. They will fucking stab you. And like, yeah, they're like rabbit size ears. I'm like, what's with the ears? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were like describing a werewolf to the design guy. And they were like, ears, really big ears. And the guy was like, wolf ears? Like, no, but really, really big ears. <laughs> okay, I'll do really big ears, I guess. <laughs> it's like the different Batman uh, in live action, where like the size of the ears are constantly shifting. Oh, and yeah, they're yeah. they're a uh, Val Kilmer Batman with like just the biggest fucking ears. <laughs> yes, you ram somebody with those fucking ears. So I'm gonna. Uh, uh, surprise you with a, a new thing I want to start doing for movies. Okay. Uh, for the werewolves. It's what would happen if you booped the snoot? Ooh, good question. Because, like, in like, uh, Teen Wolf, if you were to boop his snoot, he'd probably be like, What was that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think would happen if you booped this werewolf's snoot? I. It's a good question. I don't think anything would happen frankly because they just stand there (laughs) for a really long time i feel like when he had terry held by the neck off the ground like she could have booped the snoot 400 times before he did anything yeah they are not fast werewolves no i feel like you'd boop the snoot and run away and they'd be like all right here we go (laughs) it's all that beach living made him lazy yeah, I guess. I don't know. Probably a lot of weed. A lot of weed. Too much weed. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, granted, like, the design of the werewolf and, like, the way they're supposed to be beheld, like, they it they would fucking rip your arm yeah. off if you boot the snoot. Um, but I just could not get over how fucking long they stand yeah, there. Yeah, they, yeah. I was like, uh, is this scene still happening? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get into that in a bit, but I think I know which one you're talking about. Uh, and, yeah, well, all of but them. Yeah, like, there's like, the... Anytime there was a werewolf, it would just be like standing for a minute yeah. <laughs> but... and snarling. And I'm just like, uh huh, and. <laughs> yeah, the scene, uh-huh. the one I'm specifically thinking of is when Eddie turned into a werewolf in front of her. Oh, and that like, one is the, takes the You could have left man. and gotten back to Los Angeles before he was done. I know. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not convinced he can move while this is happening. You should book it. Like, go, go. To her credit, she does throw acid on she him. She does acid him. But she takes way too long to yeah. figure out that that's what she's going to do. I was like, I could have done my taxes, paid my bills. Like, what the fuck? It was a very long time. So long. Oh, man. Um, Let's see. Uh, I thought it, uh, Karen had a very odd reaction when she found Terry's body. She's just like, Ooh, ah. I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> it's almost like a, yeah. a slight annoyance of like, another dead body. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I actually was like, man, this tracks because I was, um, 
I was talking to somebody like people that have been through a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Surprises don't surprise. Like bad news doesn't bad news in a big way at first. Okay. You kind of like when something really bad happens, the first reaction is often, huh. Okay. And then over time you start to process what that actually means. Okay. Um this the perfect example recently is me and another staff member uh were present when shots were fired outside of the bar. Oh, shit. And uh like when it happened, we were just like, Huh, all right, let's lock the door. Like just like <laughs> totally calm. There was no like there wasn't any panic whatsoever in my voice like there was a you know someone was like running back in and they were like oh my god and i was like okay sit down here have some water (laughs) just like very chill and later on i was like oh shit shots were fired outside the bar huh (laughs) (laughs) so i really think that like people that have been through some shit um sometimes like just don't react the way you think they should okay and so i was like she's pretty traumatized like i feel like if i walked in and like my like unfortunately my friend is like dead in my house which i'd be like fuck i'm going to jail (laughs) (laughs) but but also like i would of course be very upset but i don't know that i would have the screaming reaction yeah okay i would probably just be like fuck 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 okay i gotta call these people to do these things, da 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 da, da. and then later on I'll be like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> and then my brain will break. Okay, then yeah. So that's how I. Took no, that's it. that's a very good reading. I didn't ever thought about that, but yeah. I don't know if that was intentional for them when they're making the film. I was just yeah. like, "No, huh. that works though." Yeah, cause she was at peak of uh, you know going through shit at that point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very. So it's just like. <laughs> body <laughs> yeah like i think that was right after her husband like she found scratches on his back yeah. she he just hit her across the face yep and then tried to grab her on the way out and like she's in the middle of being abused and she walks in and her friend's dead and she's just motherfucker <laughs> not more shit i'm had enough for today <laughs> yeah, exactly my husband's a werewolf my friend's dead. God damn it. Can anything else happen today? <laughs> and the movie is like, uh, yes. Yes, it can. And now here's Actually. your attempted rapist back. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Uh, so, um, do you want to get into the transformation? Because I'm excited for this Let's one. Let's do it. Uh, uh, so, on the scale, from a pup to a full werewolf, where, where do you put this transformation? I would say this is a 4.5 transformation. (laughs) So like (laughs) middle-aged werewolf. But I guess maybe not. Maybe that doesn't. It's not a teen wolf because there were a couple that have been like right in the middle from. Yeah, just just like like a dog, I think we were calling them. Dog to werewolf. But this is like a, like this werewolf has had a couple drinks <laughs> at this point. Like we're we're at like twenty 
24, 25. We're, uh, we're, we're learning how to be a werewolf, but we're not the best werewolf ever in the world. <laughs> okay. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, it's a very good transformation. It's not as good as, like, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's honestly just slightly below American Werewolf in London for me. I like, I, it was a really good for me. Like, it's gruesome and gooey and bubbling things are happening and faces are stretching yeah. and it is painful looking. It's intense. It is good. I, I mean, I will say, it was, it's ve- like, they did a very good job. It was a very long. It was very long. Like you can tell, like that's where their budget went. <laughs> yes, it was like very slow. I don't know how to explain it. Like it was happening. There was a lot happening fast, but the whole thing was like slow and steady. Yeah, which is cool. It's fine. I, I visually, it was very cool. Mm-hmm. I loved like the teeth design when they were still human. Yeah. Like how they were like massive fucking teeth. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, honestly, I personally liked the detransformation of the hand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. More than the full transformation of the wolf, but both were very, very yeah. good. Like I, I really liked it. Yeah. Um. So I know you like to give credit to all the, uh, you know, effects artists that do this kind of stuff. So yeah. I looked that up. So, surprisingly, Rick Baker, who did the American Werewolf in London, originally was working on this movie and left to go do American Werewolf in London. And oh. all the work was cr- uh, finished by Rob Botton, um, who's done a bunch of work with John Carpenter, and he did stuff on RoboCop and The Thing. The Thing? Yeah, did he work he on, did the work on The Thing? Because that makes a lot of fucking yep. sense. That's cool. Yeah, mad props to oh, him. Yeah. Like I it was it was very yeah. good. It was very good. Golden age of uh gr- gruesome practical effects was the 80s. Good lord. Some really good oh, stuff. So good, yeah, no, good stuff. So yeah, Rob uh Rob Button. So um do you have any uh, other things you want to call out uh, cuz this one's got a bit of a post movie history. That I can go oh, through. No, I don't have anything <laughs> else to mention. I would definitely want to hear what what happened. So this is the biggest franchise I think we've gotten to yet. So uh, this was followed up in 1985 with The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. Which oh, falls shit. on a lot of people's so bad it's good uh, type of movies. There's sometimes even oh. midnight screenings. Like it's pretty dumb, but in a hilarious way. Um, okay. Which that is followed by Howling Three Marsupials. What? Yes. <laughs> so the <laughs> this is the only other one I've seen, but um, it's they're kind of werewolves, but it takes place in Australia, so they're marsupial werewolves. And there's like a birthing scene that looks like if you ever seen the horror that is a birth of a kangaroo. Um, quite related to that. Huh. Uh, so I guess context to some of that, uh, when a kangaroo gives birth, the baby Joey, which basically is the size of a large fetus at that point, crawls up the mom and gets in the pouch. 
and oh, it's yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. looking to me at least. <laughs> like, oh, it's so little. It's, it's tiny. <laughs> so they have that scene in The Howling 3. Huh. That's a thing. Okay. Um, which was then followed by a slew of straight-to-DVD sequels, uh, which I haven't seen any of these, but The Howling 4, The Original Nightmare, uh, The Howling 5, The Rebirth, Howling 6, The Freaks, uh, and Howling New Moon Rising. Dear God. And then it was followed by a final theatrical remake, sort of remake, kind of. I've seen bits and pieces of this. It's called The Howling Reborn in 2011, which is a kind of a remake, but done in the style, because of 2011, of Twilight. Oh, boy. <laughs> God damn it. Um, it's got currently a 20% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's how good Wow, a whole th- whopping is. 20. <laughs> um, and currently, uh, Andy Meschutzi, which I can never pronounce that dude's name right, but he is the director of It and um, Mama. Oh, okay. Uh, he uh, announced January of last year he's going to do a full new remake for Netflix. Oh, wow. So, depending if or when that comes out, we may or may not cover that. It could be an interesting follow-up. because uh, about a new new werewolf movie. Yeah. And that dude, uh, the work he's done that I've seen so far has been pretty solid. So, it could be good. So, that is where the howling is. It's the first time we've had a whole, like, slew of sequels. (laughs) Like a full-on franchise. Marsupials. Uh, marsupials. That one is. That is so weird. It's a trip. It's it's a weird movie. And then yeah, your sister's a werewolf. Definitely worth checking out. But you gotta have friends and some drinks. Um, but it's still worth watching. It's got just so many goofy, weird scenes. Noted. Um, the other ones, I have no idea, but they sound bad. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely don't sound like. Beautiful pieces of cinematic work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is the howling. Awesome. Well, thanks for walking through all of that for us. Yeah, that's a very. I mean, I definitely recommend it. It's, it's yeah. It feels like an important werewolf movie. Absolutely. Especially as far as effects go. I think it set the stage in a lot of ways for American Werewolf in London. Like mm-hmm. that's the better movie, but this is like you know, priming the pump for that. Right. And like American werewolf in London is more successfully a horror comedy. Yes. <laughs> but they're both horror comedies where you're like, that wasn't as funny as I think you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Like this one, the other scene I was talking about was oh, yeah. after her transformation. Like she's like crying and she turns into this, crazy werewolf on camera blah 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 and he's like cut to commercial and it's dog food oh yeah <laughs> and i was like that was it that was, that was just, my entire reaction just sort of breathe i out. don't know if that makes it a comedy but sure <laughs> just sort of breathe out your nose a little bit just <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh so let's move on to our next section of uh things that we are suggesting and things we're watching on our own so uh what have you been watching and getting into um, nothing like super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched other than the new Candyman, frankly, uh, <laughs> watch that. 
That, fucking awesome. It is Gonna awesome. Gonna watch again. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that was great. I loved it, too. I had a great time. I'm hoping that I pick up more the second time around. Um, so I watched that. Uh, I haven't really watched much. I've been working a lot, but I have decided that I am going to start rewatching um, The Haunting of Hill House because it's very nearly autumn again. Ah. And uh, I fucking love that show so much. This will be like my fifth watch or something. Um, and I want to reread the novella in October because it's like one of my very favorite ghost stories. So I um, that's kind of the the vibe I'm shifting into. So gotcha. we'll very cool. But yeah, that's that's mostly it. I haven't really been able to like watch much of anything else i want to get back to titans i want to mm-hmm. get back to a lot of stuff i'm still waiting for lower deck season two to be available to buy yeah um but it's not so <laughs> boo boo <laughs> but yeah what about you what are you what have you been watching uh quite a lot of stuff actually um so yeah uh the new candy man uh i rewatched the first candy man uh before it it's still amazing um, so good. I was going to watch the sequels, but that was the night my apartment flooded. So I had to <laughs> scrap watching no, no. the sequels. I've, I've never watched the sequels actually. Yeah. So I was like, well, I mean, I will because Tony Todd, but yeah. I know one of them, one's available for free on Amazon and the other's available for free on Hulu. I don't know which is which, but huh, just noted. heads up. Um, and on top of that, uh, into my Brad Pitt stuff, I watched interview with the vampire super nice. good still i very much enjoyed that um no surprises there um like you i'm getting into the spooky season two and i decided uh every friday i'm gonna watch a paranormal activity movie that's a fun marathon so Although, know, i guess for you it's like not a marathon nah, weekly bite yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a fun one yeah for a long time i did i never wanted to watch those films because i was like i don't get it i don't, I don't understand it like what's the point (laughs) it's just (laughs) jump scares um and then i watched was it the first one i think it was the first one and i was like oh there's a story oh cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they was do watched the others and they're not all uh very good but not all of them, no. But there's I watch them. they do some cool stuff because like I really I'm one of the few that actually really like found footage movies, but mm-hmm. they have to do something interesting with the format, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like for a lot of them they did do different things. They did, like, yeah. Every and time that was there was really something cool. new, yeah. Like they achieved something new, which I thought was neat. Yeah, like the third one has the uh, one they put on the fan oscillator. Yeah. And that had some they did some really cool stuff with that. Uh that I want to cool. say it was the fourth one where they used the Xbox Connect with the um infrared oh, yeah. lighting and you can see the you see the little monster running through the little dots. That was fun. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to get back to those and it'll be for a video I'm, I'll be doing for Halloween. So that's nice. all really that's cool. That's fun. Um, what I saw uh, Shang Chi yesterday. Oh yeah, I want to go see that this week. Um, it's really beautiful. Um, had some really good action scenes. 
but it without going into spoilers, they went into an area that I just don't find interesting. Mm. So I kind of zoned out at a point. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, noted. Um, so there's that. Um, what else did I just watch? I don't know. A lot of stuff. So yeah, <laughs> back on to a lot of things. But uh, oh, that was the other one. Is uh, Star Girl started back up again, and it's really oh, good. Yeah. If you haven't watched Star Girl yet, you'd like it. It's a lot like the good episodes of Supergirl, like the oh. first season. Um, All right, I'm listening. And they, <laughs> and this, this season they brought in Johnny Thunder who is the worst superhero of all time, which I think it's hilarious that they brought him in. Oh, wow. So okay. Johnny Thunder, who, uh, if you watch my video on my YouTube channel, Matt the Pharaoh Wizard, uh, for uh, Black <laughs> Widow, I make a lot of fun of him. So he's just like this nerdy guy who has a genie that's called the Thunderbolt. And the genie is super duper literal. <laughs> so whenever you make a wish, if you're like, you know, if I wish I was taller, you just like end up on a step stool, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And you can only mm-hmm. wish for things once. So you have to like use every, your wording properly. And it's, it's really weird and convoluted and kind of dumb, but that's why I think it's so hilarious. They actually made that's, a live action version. What? That's so <laughs> weird. They would choose to do that. Well, the cool part about Stargirl that I've been really enjoying is they, they dive super deep into the Silver Age of comics. Mm, um, okay. Like, this is like the second generation of uh, the Justice Society, basically. Hmm. Um, so it ties into a lot of that. Um, and so, yeah, they, they're not afraid to dive into the more goofy stuff. But also, okay. it's, st- it's still within its own rules. Like, nothing's ever like, that doesn't make any sense. It's always like, oh, okay. So, so yeah, I've been cool. excited about that. It's very good. Uh, yeah, I would suggest uh, when you get caught up on Titans, if you want something to watch, Stargirl is a good watch. Nice. Cool. I'll keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So let's wrap this up, I guess. So um, before we do our socials and all that, so next week's movie, we're diving into the scary territory of straight to dvd mid 2000s movies (laughs) (laughs) with the movie uh big bad wolf (laughs) so if you want to watch along that is the next one i don't think i've seen this one either so this will be a new new one for me so this one um i guess a minor backstory is i found it when i used to just put every horror movie on my netflix list Mm -hmm. to send me and it was one of the few gems, but it's also a straight-to-DVD horror movie. So there's, <laughs> there's that. But <laughs> sure. But yeah, watch along with us. So yay, do it. So if people want to reach you and uh, you know find out about what this uh, boot camp is or whatever, and see if you're doing any more running, how can they do that? Uh, you can find me at l u n a underscore m i n u i t on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And what about you, Matthew? So you can get me on Twitter at wizard underscore Matt or on Instagram, wizard cosplay, or on the TikTok, I am Pharaoh Wizard. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. My band is Leonardo Leonardo Band. You can get us Leonardo Le- er. Leonardo Leonardo is my band. Our website is Leonardo Leonardo Band.com. Everything's on that one website. Just go there. You can get videos, all the fun stuff. 
So, yeah. So, thanks for... Hell yeah. Thanks for joining us for another talk about the very cool werewolves. And we will do this again soon. Ow.